And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hey, some dreary music coming out of the iPod Touch, but it's a it's a beautiful day. Yeah. It's a lot of cloud in the sky. Looks like it's going to be temperate and warm. And we we haven't even moved the Gloatmobile yet because the sale is in our neighborhood. And it starts in one minute, and, and all we have to do is go around the corner. It's 8.59, and the sale starts at 9. Yep. And it's all set up on all the streets all around all around our houses. Yeah. We're sort of, between the two of us, we're sort of like dead center of it. Apparently, a hidden treasure right across the uh, the main drag from your place yesterday. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> well, heard last, about that load of horse shit. The last couple of weeks, I uh, got to go out un- untethered to having to wrestle you for things. And it's okay. I was eating suckling pig. Nah, yeah, that's true. Um, so it balances out like everything in the universe. But yeah, I had a good couple Star Wars I weeks. Guess. Uh, yeah. So. Shall we? Uh, yeah, last week. Shall we? Go ahead. <laughs> last week, me and uh, the friend I was spending the weekend with, um, we just hit a couple on our way out and about, and I found uh, a sale that I had meant to get to because I saw it on Craigslist, and you know, it's a take with a grain of salt. It, it it touted having Star Wars stuff and collectibles, which is so it means like, power of the force figures, right? Or are very you know expensive at least. For ten dollars knows piece. the value of their stuff. And and so we went to it late. I think we got to it about noon or two o'clock, and and the only thing left was some bags of Star Wars cards. You know, a bunch of different uh, selection of the old school ones, <clears throat> and uh, the Land Speeder, the original Land Speeder. A pretty beat up box, and I think you wanted twenty for the land speeder, maybe. No, I bought. I don't know. Long story short, yeah, I think you wanted twenty for the land speeder, but I bought. Uh, Meanwhile, for listeners, I'm sitting here smoking a cigarette with a surly look on yes, my face. Yes, it's very surly. Go ahead. Not happy with me. Uh, <laughs> but I talked him down from uh, what would have been a sticker price of like thirty five for the four things I got to twenty. So basically, I got the land speeder for ten. And yesterday, after I took you to work, uh, I knew the sale was already going on, so I just did a couple of our side streets and came upon a guy with a bunch of old Star Wars stuff and some Marvel stuff and uh, got the Imperial Stormtrooper troop transport vehicle thing and a hot ice playset, both of which are up on eBay now, and uh, and some Marvel Universe While cards. I was hosing out the garbage cans at work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I spent forty dollars and you made money, so that's again, true. And there's the balance, I guess. That's true. <laughs> You'll get that forty bucks back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make huge profits on these, but I well, the land, just... the land speeder and the cards. I bought thirty nine of those cards. Right. Yeah. You basically paid for last week for me already. Thank yeah. you kindly. Um, oh no, no problem. Your, uh, that's a, yeah. Thirty nine, card thirty nine cards in one swipe. Yeah, yeah that's, I still got that's a shit a ton of deal. cards left. So um, those and some stickers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good Leah and Darth Vader sticker from, I think, the original set. And, uh, yeah, I got some sealed Marvel Universe cards and 
and some more stuff coming. I'm, I'm like motivated again. The troop transport I put up uh, got a, well, it's a bid like near the time. Yeah, it's getting yeah. near the time of year to start put the, where the bids start start flowing a little more on eBay but, too. But I've been slacking and like I've accumulated too. a ridiculous amount of shit and mm-hmm. not put up anything on eBay in like probably almost a year, which is sad. And uh, so, but now I'm kind of motivated again. I had to get a little Star Wars spree going there and get some nice toys to put up and. Uh, so I think I'm motivated again. You'll be seeing a lot of annoying posts from me on the, the Facebook page. I'm getting all the Star Wars stuff today. You are. You're entitled, and I'm completely. No, I'm fucking... not entitled. Well, no, you no, are, no, no, no. <laughs> don't let that. Don't let. Don't, don't let my grumpiness. Well, uh, I actually want you to because I'm too damn broke to make any more purchases. Well, that's the like thing that is, today. I'm, th- I'm thinking like I'm thinking like oh, I got a lot of Star Wars junk. Because I like, went to this guy's I, place. The stuff I'm really like that catch like. I, I love all the original Star Wars stuff, and don't get me wrong, I'm gonna go for it if I can if if I can pull it off. But I'm really interested in like Clone Wars stuff yeah. and Rebels stuff yeah, now. Yeah, I think you like, I think you're right about that. And I, I think the, that's the value of that to start going up. I'm soon. in the point right now though where I can mine that stuff, but all I'm all I'm gonna get for the first couple years are little kids' toys as they right. as they grow out of them and. Because that's and also that's like the the tip of the spear of the marketing. Thanks to my mom, I'm I'm on the ground floor of Rogue One at least with that fucking or no Force Awakens with the goddamn four foot stormtrooper I have. <laughs> what the fuck is that woman thinking? Everybody wants a four foot stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, this actually there's another piece waiting at this guy's place today that I, we're supposed to go check out. Um, I went there yesterday and saw what he had. I only had ten bucks cash. Yeah, on Jabba, there. right? It's a Jabba's palace. Either palace right? or just the throne. I'm not sure which. And like four well, other action figures. I think that's sort of what it. Is. Well, I think the throne is like Jabba on his throne, and then it's size noodles. I don't know if they're on a separate. The band is on a separate right. piece, but I thought they had like a separate palace playset too. That had more like the backdrop and everything. There, uh, there's one with a backdrop, but if I recall, it's kind of weird and chintzy. Yeah, yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, he, he I think he knew, you know, <laughs> he obviously knew he'd captured a, a, a potential a, a Star Wars fan. I don't know if he was yeah. happy with the, well, that's the discount we're, I haggled out of him We're getting yesterday. some neighborhood trade going on, and we were discussing probably, like, one of the disadvantages of this neighborhood sales is... When we have our garage sale, that guy with the bike yeah, shows bike up. Yeah, bike guy has already gone bike, through like bike, a locust. Bike guy has gone through everything he's been here. Up, he's been bugging people since seven in the morning. He's got a good eye, yeah. and he's got the same <laughs> eye as us. So, but I'm hoping that he got like sidelined and spent all his money on on at one place. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go check out that it's piece. He, he he texted me back a firm fifty bucks on the Java stuff. So uh-huh. I don't think either one of us are probably gonna bite at that if it's like mint in box kind of thing maybe but I've done a little research that's still on the edge yeah that was the advantage of the sale being so close to my place yesterday because I checked out what he had I ran back here and researched it and I'm like okay it's funny though it's funny though most (laughs) people are just like oh yeah I got a I've got a smartphone right I know (laughs) we're we're still in the dark ages here but I sleep in a bed <laughs> shaped like a race car. What do you sleep in? Yeah. I sleep in my bed with my wife. <laughs> All hey, right. It worked in this case. i got to run in again because I'm forgetful this morning.
checked out Jabba's Palace. <laughs> 50 bucks. Isn't uh, it happening? I'll tell you what, those squid face there, though, is, is one of those valuable ones. You know, the, not hugely, but probably worth it. If the box had been better in shape, it definitely would have been worth it, but this guy knew he found a Star Wars fan and he bumped the prices up a little bit. <laughs> the, the, the trooper, he had the well, trooper thing listed at 10 bucks originally, and that'll probably be my best sale out of it. So. We'll be coming home. Yeah, right. Right about the time these garage sales are ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you never know about... Yeah, if I haven't spent anything by then, I'll roll by and offer him 30 but Maybe. Yeah. 20 But here we are, basically. So let's... Oh, we also found... I, I've been triggered from my dodgeball days in middle school and high school. We found a McGregor, no less... Mm-hmm. Red dodgeball. I don't know if classic, everyone else classic had the, burgundy red. The, the red dodgeballs or not, but they were a staple up in the Carthage Central system. They were a staple upside my head in yeah, gym class. Yeah, That's what they too. were. Yeah, and I almost bought it for nostalgia, and then I remembered, wait a minute, this caused me a lot of trauma as a kid, and decided I didn't want to have it around. But. Put it in the dresser right over your bed so it's the first thing you see in the yeah, morning yeah. And before you go to bed. Yeah, my shrink would be very happy about that. You get double time. Uh, anywho, we're at you the neighborhood. I, I used to. I can't afford one anymore, and then they're useless anyway because I've had just as much psychology schooling as well. Well, that's why you get the dodgeball. That'll be your shrink. Then you talk to the dodgeball. Wilson. Just Wilson, like Wilson 2.0. Yep, for Scott 2.0. That would work. <laughs> I'll show you. It's called McGregor. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like perfect alter ego. You yeah, can have exactly. your own little David Lynch movie going every morning and night. <laughs> I think I do anyway to a certain extent. My life. McGregor the dodgeball would threaten to <laughs> threaten to leap out at you and <laughs> I'm I owned hit, by a cat every day. You've only got David one life TV. left. Next time I hit you it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well we're in the neighborhood sale. It doesn't look like it's set up yet, but we're looking. I see a sign up here, it might be it might be back in the here. driveway. It's pointing down the driveway. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And yeah. there's one over there. Oh, okay. And this person is parking very badly, even worse than I am. And we're off. Is that kind of dismal shit you were playing for him at the barbecue? This is uh This is a buddy Scott Trio. This ain't no dismal shit. <laughs> this is high satire. Um yeah, what a weird neighborhood. We've had some real s- sort of snooty, not snooty, but just kind of like really rich, so kind of like cracked out housewives, <laughs> try, like ro- over aggressively selling. Well, that one girl was definitely not on the crack diet. She was, no, heroin. No. Uh, she might just be starting some crystal meth to lose weight or something. Possibly. My, my diagnosis would be probably having Or it could, be, it could be Frappuccino or something, <laughs> too, you know. Frappuccino. <laughs> but uh, I've been picking up stuff. I got a SpongeBob adult coloring book, which isn't adult in the sexy way, unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately. <laughs> but Chuck Amok, a nice big... Yeah. Biography of Chuck Jones of lots the Warner Brothers cartoons with lots of freaking hurt and uh, yeah, uh, anti Beatles religious book, sex, drugs, music, meditation. What next? The Beatles. 
They started it all. Zapping the uptight since they're heralded and damned. Debut, the Beatles have become unknockable. They've taken the world on a trip it will never forget. Thank you, gods, for that. So it's just a nice little Beatles cash-in book and the dog yeah, tarot. I wonder what the, the authors of that book would think of dogs being on tarot cards. It's now. it's there. It's a cheap it's, a, ta- it's a cheap tarot deck. I looked at it. It's like <laughs> it looks like it's like twenty cards. You know. Next thing you know, you'll have dog and cat tarot cards combined. Yep. Mass hysteria. Yep. And or your dog tarot rip apart your cat tarot or negate them. And I got the chess set that I had as a kid that has these great sculpted, sort of classical-looking angular figures. Yeah, it was pretty much what they had in, like, school libraries and shit, too, I imagine, back in our day. Mm, maybe. Black River Library had that. Had that set? Yeah. It might have been a popular set at Sears in Watertown, yeah. you know, yeah. or something. <laughs> and, uh, but, um... I'm back on my Harry Potter kick. Here, here's my Harry Potter story. Over the last couple of years, I collected all, pretty much all of the Harry Potter books, and had this high, you know, all for like two, three bucks a pop. You know, I, I was grabbing first edition hardcovers. And a couple I sold for like twenty bucks, and I had this grand design of putting them, getting the whole lot, and putting them together, and like an investment of ten bucks would probably get me a hundred. Yeah. You know, but I slacked and slacked, and I ended up selling most of them to Johnny Bueno. At our garage sale mm-hmm. for like three bucks, <laughs> so I, I made my money back on them. But I just picked up two more first editions, uh, excellent half, half blood prints and uh, Deathly Hallows. And we just and got so, we just got beaten to the punch here by my, Mike, Mike Mike the guy. Bike Locust. Yep, and we mean Locust in the best possible way. This yeah, he, he a was machine. He's he he, he is respect. a machine. Yeah. He was he was getting a garbage bag full of He-Man. Oh yeah, he's just saved toys. me a bunch of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I'd been here before him, that would have been my budget for the day. All right, well, I also got some uh, George R. R. Martin. I've now got three books in the Song of Ice and Fire. Which I will read someday because that goddamn show has captured enough of my soul that I might well, as well read it. Well, I guess the books are pretty addictive reads, so yeah. it won't take you much time once yeah. you get going on them. I wouldn't imagine. But I think I got—I I need to fill in my sequence. I just picked up *Feast of Crows* and uh, *Dance of Dragons*, and I have the first one, and I think there's one more in between. I've got like the first one and the third one, or yeah. something. That's it. So, but I'm always looking for them. So books, books already, but I got those for, yeah. Two, I got a beat-up set of nice Sony headphones, so just because I need I a need good to, set of headphones. Yeah, that's what I need to look for today, too, because I broke mine, and they're duct taped so, together. Yeah, these are like a 50 set. They, they probably don't work. They were in one of those tangled, gnarled yeah. um, wads of electronics that you see in every... Every garage sale. Yeah, I, I need to find some good USB headphones. So we're off. More we're off. Stuff. We're on the edge of the neighborhood now. I'm not sure. All right. We should go. Let's try the Burnham here. This is sort of on the edge of. Just kind of crisscross to back to Monroe. Yeah, and then we can go all behind your house. There's probably some back there. Yeah, there's like one right next to it that's been setting up every week. Yeah. I don't know how exciting that one is. <laughs> Alright, we'll be back if we got know, something hot, hot to, the items to report. That one yeah, right. <laughs> I wish I could split that investment with you.
Get that whole story again. Oh, okay. You look very familiar to me. Um. All right, usually this is the first time we've actually talked to somebody who's having a garage sale. Yeah. But we have probably found, I would say, one of the greatest garage sale finds of our right in our backyard, right in our neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, um, what's you don't have to give your full name. Oh, it's and, Dave. Yep. And uh, what do we have here in front of us? So this is a, a 65th scale model of uh, Nemo's Nautilus from the Disney uh, movie 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So it's about what, like five, it's about it's, five feet long? It's a, it's a little over five feet long, and um, uh, it uh, is the, the, well, it was uh, designed actually, loosely designed after a, a, a swordfish, mm-hmm. to look like a swordfish. But, uh, so it's, it, this is a, um, uh, a fiberglass blank uh, that can be turned either, either into a uh, static model or a, um, uh, an RC submarine, and um, uh, I uh, got it in barter for from the fellow who made it, uh, who's the uh, who in the '90s was the primary fi- fabric, uh, fiberglass fabricator for Disney out in California. So this was made in the '90s. This was made in, in the late '90s, probably I think '97 or '98. Wow. And um, uh, I did it in exchange. He was uh, he built RC submarines as his hobby. Aside from doing these, he did this to kind of fund his fund his uh, obsession. And he couldn't find there's a there was a Japanese submarine called the I four hundred, which was actually an aircraft carrier carried three bombers inside of it, a submarine Whoa. that carried bombers. And uh, that was that had been designed to uh, uh, attack the Panama Canal, but were never used. The uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki ended the war when one of those submarines was on its way to bomb um, uh, the Panama Canal. So, uh, but at any rate, I got him, I found him, uh, I'm an academic, and I uh, contacted uh, some uh, fellows over at the uh, Japanese Naval War College, and they got me original plans of the I-400, and I, I found some other uh, plans in another location and sent him those, and that's what he sent me in exchange. Wow. And I, I, I scratch-built uh, fiberglass uh, uh, radio-controlled schooners um, and other uh, uh, sailing boats, and so and I'd always wanted to do a submarine, so I was like very excited about this. And, um, but, uh, then, uh, my life is, uh, I have kids and such. And so it's been pretty much up on a shelf for, yeah. for these years and has all the drawings with it. Um, he has really fine, the gentleman who did these did really fine, um, drawings of all of the details. So all of the parts the you know, the windows and all those other things, the, the scales. All the curly cues and stuff, which there's a lot of them on There's a lot on of them. And, yeah, and there's, they're all specked out in the drawings that, that come with it. He sold these for $1,000 a piece. And um, at the garage sale, I'm looking to get 500 If I can get 500 today, I'd be happy with that. If I don't sell it, uh, then I will probably um, uh, relist it um, uh, with some of the uh, uh, mo- uh, science fiction model groups. Um, the problem with it is that it's because of its size. Uh, it's it's impossible. It's not cost effective to ship, yeah. even though it doesn't weigh very much. It's it's more than five feet long. So well, it's five feet. Yeah, and then to to, to ship it and pack it, the package is going to be a hundred plus a lo- for just for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Do you want to show him the plans behind? Oh yeah, I, I can. Well, he, we're just doing a recording, so. But, so yeah. Well, the plans. So we've got all of the. 
There's uh, all the different perspectives. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they're really nice. I mean, like, these are suitable, as they say, suitable for framing as well. Now, now we were discuss- we, we were discussing earlier when, when we first looked at it, there was a little copyright glitch with this. This is why yes. this exists right now. It, exactly. So the gentleman who did these, um, uh, this is the only, as far to my knowledge, this is just about the only element of intellectual property uh, that was originated with Disney Studios that is not under copyright. And the, uh, and this is the reason why Disney is so manic about copyright. This happened while, while this movie was released, it was directed, or uh, I know Disney himself was involved in the production. And so um, uh, prior to the movie's release, uh, uh, a modeling magazine, by, by that I mean scale modeling magazine, mm-hmm. Uh, did a, uh, an interview with a bunch of folks in the um, production studio that produced the, the model uh, for this. And um, uh, when, the, when the studio released the photographs for use in the article, they uh, managed to get out of there without, uh, the in- images got out of there without uh, copyright stamps on them. Oh. Copyright or trademark stamps. So um, the, the, the design for the submarine is public domain. Wow. And um, which is how the gentleman in, 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 in California was able to do this. In some ways, I kind of like that because it is Disney, but it's also Jules Verne. It is. It's, it, it's the work of the model makers, too, and the design crew, too. So, you know, but yeah, I, I, I like to see Disney lose one every once in a while. Doesn't on the copyright. Happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I, when I was a little kid, I, I wanted Star Wars to go in the public domain because I'm like, then I can make a Star Wars movie anytime. And. It's just that I, as I observed, yeah, it's never going to happen. No. <laughs> Not as long as Boxcar Willie's out there. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. We'll, we'll be back to take, I got to take pictures of this because cool. I know somebody who's listening to this podcast right now who's probably pulled their car over and is drooling into a cup right now. <laughs> I'm going to go check my bank account too. I don't know. Towards the end of the day, do you think you might be interested in like? Down. I can't move lower than okay. that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. No. Okay, um, we might be making a trip to my, the bank to see how much. I get. Okay. See what open is it? I, it might be till noon. Yeah. I might have till noon. Well. Will be pleasure. Tell me your name again. I'm Chris. Chris, Dave. We'll be back at least to take a picture. Cool. We'll to figure out how to get you a link to the website too. You can listen to the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. He is a lousy pussy. He's a one man, no gut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Ah, I gotta say, the old iPod is really Ooh, fucking knocking it out of the park today. You couldn't hardly sneeze without knocking one down. We've got Classy Freddy Blassie. We heard some. Popeye, everything is food earlier. I don't know. The the Grom is. I don't know if Grom is smiling down upon us because I don't think Grom can smile. Grom is vomiting bile of riches upon us. Well, Grom is like basically his, his, his main statue would be like a garage, wouldn't it? So maybe his mouth would be the, the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't really gotten any big scores today, although you just got a glow in the dark uh, Ouija board. That's a nice little for uh-huh. a buck. 
Yep, I got those two Star Wars novels, uh, Star Wars and Return. And Jedi. No, yeah, uh, yeah, Star Wars and Jedi, yep. The old original 870s and 80s. The paperbacks, yep. Yeah, and that's an, that's a 77 Star Wars paperback for mm-hmm. sure. Lucky the pictures aren't falling out of it. That's right. usually what happens to them. They had Empire there too, but it was like a re re classic issue, so I didn't. Yeah. Know that. <laughs> I literally have about four sets of those right now. <laughs> Try to uh, at all times. At all times. They say these geeks come a dime a dozen, so I'm looking for the guy who's supplying a dime. Well, it's been we've been uh, we've been getting taken down winding roads to some crappy garage shells. I just bought a keyboard stand, a professional keyboard stand for ten dollars. Not that I'm playing keyboards, but I plan on getting my keyboards back in my stand. I have the same set of stands at home, but there's a few of the um, tightening things are stripped on it, so now I can fix it up, maybe even add a couple other levels to it. When, uh, When I bought the original set, the guy who sold it to me said... There's keyboard stands. This is, they call this in the business, pussy wetters. <laughs> this is the pussy wetter of, and uh, is, is I hate to tell him, but. Wet pussy's ever really been. Th- there's not been. Used a, to there's describe. There's not been a vagina moistened. From a keyboard by player. By a keyboard ever. stand. Yeah. Maybe a keyboard player. Maybe <laughs> sometime. John, but, you know. And what, yeah, well, I don't know about that either. I, I think there might have been some different sexual organs in play with Elton John. But yeah, yeah. Just, you haven't seen my girlfriend. Not just a, not, tiny but, but he wasn't talking about the keyboard players. He was talking about the stand. The stand was going to excite the women. Okay. And that's just not true. Objectively. It'd like, be like if a guitar strap gets women going, you know. Yeah, you could you could have a sexy guitar strap that could possibly get a woman going. Sure, but it's usually more the guitarist and the and, guitar. And just by the law the of averages, there's a woman out there who's that line of wetting keyboard stand and go like it's making me feel funny inside. <laughs> I don't know what. That's true. But there's like one of them. <laughs> and the entire billions of people in the world. <laughs> So anyway, I got a keyboard stand, and I guess the only other thing I got is I got some books. I gotta lean back here to read them to get the titles right. One of them's an old textbook called Introductory Psychology Through Science Fiction, and that looks amazingly dry and awesome. Yeah. Um, I got Rebel Without a Crew by Robert Rodriguez, and uh, filmmaker of course, and. Which is great because the Vault of Startling Horror, Monster Horror, Tales of Terror is doing the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Hollywood Monster, a walk down Elm Street with the man of your dreams. That man being Robert Eglund. England. So that should be interesting. It should have some... It's probably a ghost-written story with lots of, lots of good behind-the-scenes... Story maybe uh, I don't know if Robert Edlund's uh, like backbiting like shit talker, but that would be fun if he was. Yeah. 
like the Kiss people. Read all the Kiss biographies, or even better, go find the audio tapes. Yeah, audio sure. books read by the members themselves and listen to them talk shit about each other. <laughs> it is priceless. Oh, priceless. I just picked myself up uh, some Electronics Nostalgia. Yes, and, uh, that could be potentially a nice little score there. I hope it, I, if, I, if it works. Um, it's an Entex baseball game. I used to have exactly that one. That game? Actually. And so, 50 cents, man. One of the little in L- box. LED ones. It looked like it had the original batteries with it, which were, like, crumbling. Which so is, I'm, yeah, <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, it's the football game you want, though, because right, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. But but 50 cents. I'm going to find some electronics enthusiast that's yeah. going to want that for a few bucks, at least. So, yeah. can't go wrong with a 50 cent can't, buy. Can't beat 50 cents. All right, we got another couple. Two. Well, we just ate at Vic's place down by the lake, right next to the Seabreeze Park, which I think the last time we ate, we ate at uh, um, Tom, Tom, Tom Walls right by yeah. Seabreeze. Yeah, about Bill Gray's. Bill Gray's, yeah, that's right. And uh, so we're having, you know, we're having, it's just basically diner food. This place we discovered, well, on their sign, they were, they were uh, touting their onion rings yeah, was their so. big thing. So and they were good. Here's uh, this should be on eat it and beat it, but here's some food critique. Yeah. Well done onion rings, like still crunchy. Still not well, like, not well done, like overcooked. No, no. But very, very correctly done. And, and like the first homemade onion done. rings that I've had that don't tear the whole onion out when you yes. take one bite of it. it was yeah, fantastic. Nope. They were still firm, but you could bite through it, bite at a time. You could just bite like. Yep, pieces off Yep, yep, And you know, we might just, you know, it's okay, you're just two hungry nerds that had some food. Oh, it's really good. No, there, there, there's a skill to deep frying stuff yeah. and battering it correctly. And we had, uh, we both had the same battered chicken sandwich with spicy batter. And they managed to keep the chicken. And they, they, they did it, you know, you could tell. It was partly managed by the size of the, the chicken breast, right. which yeah. was not huge. Usually yeah. you get like this huge thing that they try to batter, but then you're splitting the difference between overcooking the crust or overcooking the chicken inside. And so they just settled on getting the size right so that the crust on that stayed on the chicken, yeah. but it was crunchy yeah. and the chicken was still juicy inside. Yeah, it was very well done. Master batterers, yep. these guys. Very good at battering and, and very skilled at the, the fryer. Most places are just dumping stuff out of a bag into a fryer, and yes. this is not the case. So it was really good, and they had malts, so sometime we have to stop in there and see. And they have a thing called the, uh, the deep-fried wrap, which is essentially a garbage plate in, like, a pita wrap, probably, deep-fried. So yes. something on my food bucket list. No. At first, I, I was just like, ah, it's just junk food, but... but yeah, I want to see what they do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we're sort of heading late into our usual stomping grounds, and now it's like that. It's a weird. It's weird heading into this area, but it's going to be sort of low-hanging fruit. There's some fruit right here. Is that? 
no, it's a uh, basement. It's a park. No, that's somebody's party. somebody's party in the park. Yeah. Maybe we'll find another anime. Convention. I was just like, yeah. Well, we already, we already did the park thing. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to you when we got something to to report. This looks just like a few dude bros and their oh, wife yeah. and their wife beaters playing. Oh, jeez. Somebody's put up a humongous festival tent. Yeah. That's a that's a that's an expensive ass tent right there. Yeah. So it's a food truck. It's an ice cream truck. It's cool, Yum yum. Stop me as I'm passing by. I don't think I could fit ice cream no. in, but I sort of want it. I know. Right? <laughs> I kind of wanted a malt. Their malts are five bucks there, which says to me you probably get this giant metal concoction. Yeah, it's probably really heavy. I haven't seen a malt in, in Rochester anywhere ever. Someplace serving malts. I've never had a malt. I, I don't know that I have either. What is a malt exactly? It's got like malt a... in it. Well, you ever had malted milk balls? Yeah. You ever had the center of the you know the center of? It's that sort of weird, fermenty milk. Right. Sort of. It's a. It's got its own funky flavor to it. I've it's never malt. Been, been a real fan of a malted milk ball. I ah uh, malted milk balls. Oh my god. Chocolate salty balls on the other hand. Biting uh, into a malted milk ball, let me tell you. When you get to the center, I don't like the one. Sometimes you get one and they'll have a gooey center where it's yeah, it's got the, those are no good. I can't even really conceive of what that might taste like in a drink. But people, I mean, people used to add it to drinks all yeah. the time. So I'm imagining since it's been through time Ooh, all the way to to now, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah. And since I like malted milk balls, like a chocolate malt, I'll bet it's really good there. Yeah, they're kicking it with malts in the cave. So they're making well, you know, okay, since the 50s, 50s, probably, probably not, probably like the teens and 22 <laughs> to sign up here. <coughs> Alright, hopefully we'll have some more uh, garage sale to... I don't even know where that's supposed to be. Take them down there. Like People won't that. invest in paint in nah. a big, thick paintbrush like that one lady yeah, that was with her. <laughs> the best sign I've ever seen. Yes. One of the worst garage sales. It was not a very good garage sale. turn. Strong, well, confident sign. This one will probably be shitty, too. Yeah. That's the spirit. We're backing out onto this road. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we got a space coming up three cars back. All right, we'll be back. Crazed and diffused, man. All right, we just went to a garage sale where the guy gave me books for free because people should read. Yay. What did I get? I got the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom novelization, which I have needed for a while by James Conn. Actually, I think I might have this, but... Yeah, well, lots of, lots of just pieces of paper for bookmarks, which means he's not... Oh, it looks like a... That looks like Dunkin' Donuts font. Anyway, Temple of Doom novelization. Number six, Robot Race Micro Adventure. Oh no, it's just a little story. His name, this maybe the guy who gave it to me is Raymond Mosier, because that's the name that's. Um, 1982, Tron Mixed Up Mazes. 
which he's done the no he's done them they're in pencil though but Scott Gardner I believe used to have this book and then the, the 1975 oh, comic art convention <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's I would have smacked that fucker <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just from from the old school of of uh of conventions wow famous monsters yeah famous monsters got a nice vampirella ad a major motion picture now in production from hammer films <laughs> Coming your way in 1976, if only. Yeah, right. If only. Oh yeah, there's a section on DC. Yeah, this is this is. Look at that. That's that's <laughs> comic convention right there. That guy is a guy yep. with a mic at a comic convention. Oh yeah. So you think that might be worth something? Huh? Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean. How many of these can be floating around? Yeah, I've never seen that. Nice stuff silver like surfer that. on the freaking front. Yeah, like this is something. Silver surfer. Yeah, this is something you got at the convention in yeah. 1975. Right. Yeah. No, that might be a gem, and you just got it for free. Well, it's Rochester, so Rochester yeah. had a has always had a thriving comic book community. So you're probably more likely to pick up stuff like like like. Around, like here in Rochester because there were a lot of comic people yeah. or say in New York City where the convention probably was does, does it say where it was? it's gotta say where it was yeah New York City oh shit yeah hey comic that's probably you probably had to go there like Albany or something if in those days to see anything and I mean that's where all the comics artists were too in the in 1975 Basically, they weren't on the West Coast. All right. Well, we're making our way back towards the city because it's almost 3 o'clock. We've, uh, like we predicted, we're in our stomping grounds towards the end. So Not much ma- going on around here. Though. No, there's not. We're making our way back. We're bound <laughs> to find one or two before we leave, so I'm not going to sign out yet. Not yet. It hasn't been... No, no, no huge scores, although that... um. Technically, that keyboard stands a huge score because that would cost you a couple hundred bucks, brand yeah. new, or, or at, at more than that, brand new back in the day. But for ten dollars, I've got parts and it breaks down too, so I just have a a pile of poles in the back and a lot of books today. Yeah, that seems to be my main Mine too. thrust has been books, and you can't go wrong with books mm-hmm. anyway because books are about one of the greatest things in the world. That's, that's why the guy gave them to me. He's a reader, and he was just like, yeah, the books were given away. People people need to read. And I'm like, ah, well, thinking to myself, you don't really need to encourage me to read. Yeah, and then he's looking at, he's probably thinking, so sad. This guy's a middle-aged man. What does he want to read? Tron mazes. <laughs> and a robot micro, yes. micro robot adventure. <laughs> Oh, if he only knew. <laughs> hey, there's some fine Indiana Jones literature in there, too. There is. James Conn's not a bad... Well, you kind of know how the story ends. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indy wins. Very, very rare. I love movie novelizations, but very rarely are they actually good books. They're, right. They're often just readable books. Yeah, I'm hoping my two, uh, oh, Dean Foster's there. 
Johnny Bueno's place of business back there. I'm out for a visit with Johnny today. He's in too much pain. He didn't even message us today. That was surprising. He might be busy today or something. I don't know. He's a man of mystery. International, maybe. International man of mystery. He's been to Canada. <laughs> Well, I just got my Star Wars score for the day. Yeah. I replaced um, my my Rex kite that I sent to uh, to Hope last time. Mary Poppins, y'all. I was like, oh, I already have this, and then I'm like, oh no, it has Rex on it. I gave it to Hope. <laughs> so say. now I have my own Rex. I bought the Obi Wan kite too. So I have a Rex and an Obi Wan kite, and I got another kite at a different place. It's from, it looks like it's around like 1972, 73, and it's like a bird with flapping wings, like a hawk. Mm-hmm. It looks, it looks kind of cool. Um, and I got an ashtray, but it's an old Masonic. It's Masonic G with the with the um, compass on it. And my roommate will love that. It's the perfect size ashtray for our for our porch where she sits and smokes. So I'm going to switch out the old one, which had gotten dropped and broken for this one and not tell her. So next time she goes out to have a cigarette, she's going to have a nice little Masonic surprise. And what else did I get? Oh, they had a free box, and I got a, a, a custom taped off the TV cassette, video cassette that says Elvis on Ice. And I, and I told her, I was like, oh, I've taken the Elvis on ice. And she's like, I don't really remember what that was. And I'm like, well, I don't think Elvis was a skater. I, I, I don't, don't recall, recall that. that. Yeah, either, yeah. Um, so I said, maybe it's a tribute to Elvis. She goes... Maybe it was one of his Vegas shows. Yeah, she goes, well, it, I think it might be Elvis Costello. And then all of a sudden, okay. I'm like, Elvis Costello on ice? <laughs> yeah, right. That's you know, okay. That's what I want to see. <laughs> but, um... Then she goes, I think there might be a skater, too, named Elvis. And then I'm like, she's just free improvising <laughs> right. at this point. So so anyway, I have that tape. Got to get my VCR hooked up. Especially to see an eight-year-old hair metal hero as Captain Kirk. I think that's what he, I think he said he was eight years old. He was a pup. That's all I know. I've seen two hair metal heroes today. That other guy we saw walking down the street. You saw all sorts of good doppelgangers. You saw a doppelganger of a Watertown radio personality. Yeah, that was kind of scary, actually. Well, that guy's dead. That's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Freaky enough to see your doppelganger when you know they're still alive. But. Well, I was doppelgangering the guy with the with the Nautilus too, because he was like, "You look familiar," and I didn't have the heart to tell him. I'm like, ah, I got three or four lookalikes in Rochester too. I'm still not calling it, but we may. He's calling it. (laughs) Alright, so I'm calling it. This is Big Garage Sale Gloat. It's probably gonna be. uh, We'll probably get out next weekend. Hoping. Then after that, I'm officiating a wedding. (laughs) So that weekend will be off. (laughs) As I marry two people. 
and then sign their official documents. <laughs> and I just want to point this out to listeners. I'm not marrying close friends of mine. As a matter of fact, I only just met the, the bride-to-be. Uh, the, the groom is somebody I worked with for maybe a couple months, maybe a total of 15 shifts. We got along really good. Must have made an impression. I guess I must have made an impression because I'm putting his future relationship in your hands. I'm doing their wedding. That's where I saw him also. I, oh, at this place, I've always wondered uh, what that place is like. It's, oh, they it's a nice uh, little place. The, 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 I smoked a joint right on the trees. The, the lettering, the Kodak Center lettering, is brand new. That yeah. wasn't up like a few months ago. I, that, I've seen that place sitting there for years, and it would like. Every once in a while, you would see a concert there, but it was like off the beaten concert trail. Yeah, it was like on a circuit where instead of advertising it like on radio and stuff, they would just stick signs all along the That's road. That's totally what this was. I, I, I the only way I even knew Ann Wilson was playing there is like you drove one of my trips sign. to the, the reservation to get cigarettes. There were all these little pink. And Wilson and concert signs all over the place. Yeah. On the country. And apparently it doesn't work because the place was not packed. And it was not even nearly packed, but it was a really good show. Yeah, remember Kenny Rogers played there a little while. Remember Did he? we were seeing the Ken- those signs yeah. for Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers' farewell tour or, you know, rare appearances and stuff. And it was just signs. Yeah. You know? no, no anything else touting it. Oh, we're driving by some of Rochester's worst public art ever. <laughs> yeah. I call it the... Want to tear down a statue? It, tear down the statue. I call it the ovary harp. Yeah, I don't know what is going on there. My mother loved it, though. Your mother just loves public... You know why your mother loved it? Because she could take a picture of it and write it <laughs> off on her taxes. taxes. Yep, true, true Republican now, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that makes her a Republican. I'm looking at art. She knows how to work those tax breaks. Alright, so you guys know the drill. You can uh, check out all our other podcasts at twotruefreaks.com. You can go to Facebook and there's a Two True Freaks page on there. And there's a Garage and Bloat page on there for you to use. You can go there and you can just look at uh, pictures from the show and pictures that other people put up. Or you can put up your own stuff. You can even try and sell stuff like your own garage sale there if you want to. You know, make a connection with somebody on there. I don't care. I like the idea of it. Yeah. So, or if you're looking for something, you can go out there and say, I'm looking to buy this sort of thing that I collect. Because, we're, it, hey, if we know, we'll be looking for it in garage sales, you know. And we'll cut you a deal, too. Mm-hmm. I'll buy, you know, I'll buy somebody something that, I, you know, I mean, most stuff I'm buying, I'm like thinking... You know, five times the price markup, you know, right. makes it worth it. But if it's somebody I know that wants this certain thing, right. hey, you know, you, then you know you're going to sell it. So it's like, if I spend $5 and get 7 for it, then, hey, yep, absolutely. what can you do? So, yeah, check us out. And uh, we'll see you probably, we'll probably see you in around a week.
finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. <laughs> 